Good morning and welcome to the Bangor Viking Press Radio Show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, who is the superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. And Lynn, we were just talking about you haven't been here since last year. I know. It's hard to believe. It's been a year, right? You haven't aged a bit. You look the same. <laughs> we were just looking. What did we say? December 19th, 20th? Yeah, something like that. Somewhere around, just before Christmas yeah. break. So tell everybody how your holiday went. Did it go well? Yeah, it was all right. You know, um, got a lot of work caught up. Worked most of it. Oh, but, dear. Um, spent a few days uh, between Christmas and New Year's in Chicago. That nice weekend we had where it was warm. Oh, yeah. And that was actually fun. I... Uh, we just did nothing but stay downtown and wander around, took the boys up to the uh, Lego store and Water Tower Place, and, you know, no plans. We ended up uh, going up to uh, Lincoln Park mm, for the okay. Christmas lights at the zoo, mm-hmm. which that's a neat zoo, you know, free, nice oh, public yeah. zoo. Um, but it was decked out with all the holiday lights and everything, and the weather was so nice. My wife said, uh, ah, let's not Uber or taxi back, let's just walk back. Mm-hmm. We stayed down right almost to the river on Michigan Avenue. I said, it's going to be about an hour and a half walk. And it was just about what it was. And then by the time I looked at my uh, Fitbit or whatever on my watch, we had walked that day almost 12 miles around Chicago. Really? But weather was beautiful, so... No visit to the Willis Tower and standing out on the glass No, deck we didn't since? do those kind of things. We just went in and out of the shops. You know, we had a, the young boys with us, you know, mm-hmm. 10 and 11, and spent a lot of time at the uh, Lego store, mm. which it just amazes me how busy that place is constantly with people just... Um, I have one that loves that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and building things and so forth, so... Um, no, there was no plans, no nothing. Just just walked and wandered. I like we took the train in from Michigan City. Did so you? you? Don't have to deal with the traffic or anything. Well, that's great. Yeah, you know, it's, you're talking about South Shore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we like to do that. You know. Oh yeah. The uh, Amtrak out of Bangor at times, but only difference is there it's got a set schedule. You're right. You're you know, right. And if, you, if right. you can yeah. drive to Indiana, we we get on at Carroll Street in mm-hmm. Michigan City. I'm familiar with that. And I want to say it's about every two hours. That's a night neat ride because you go through. At least I remember you go through people's backyards and yeah. stuff. And yeah, <laughs> it's kind of neat. Yep. It's like riding a bus, basically. Yeah, and you know you don't have to deal with traffic or mm-hmm. anything, and because by the time you drive in and you've got your gas and you know. It's outrageous to park anywhere downtown oh, Chicago, goodness. and if yeah, you're gonna stay yeah. overnight, it's even more. You know, you're talking thirty, forty, forty-five dollars a night to park somewhere. Kids ride free, students ride free on the tra- train. So that's it's a great, it's a lot of fun. It, it is. is. It is. It's relaxing. You don't have to worry about anything. You just picks you up and drops you off <laughs> so yeah that was kind of the break well cool now that you're back to work uh, in the new year what what's happening at bangor public schools well you know first of all right now january obviously um, we're wrapping up the first semester finals will be starting the end of this week so i wanted to let parents know um we got you know th- what is that this today is the 11th yep. so the 10th 17th, 16th, and 17th. Thursday, mm-hmm. January 16th. Yep. Friday, January 17th yep. are half days, final exams, end of the semester. Wow. Monday, January 20th is a half a day. 
because we have professional development and teacher training. So next week we'll be looking at Thursday, Friday, and Monday, the 20th, as half days to keep that on your calendars, parents. Information will go out with the students and everything. Um, and we're halfway through the school year. Hard to believe. That's amazing. My goodness. You know, in this crazy weather, right? Not knowing what's happening from one day, from cold to snow to... Uh, interested to see how this day is going to pan out today with oh, all this yeah. winter weather and warnings they've had you know from rain to sleet to freezing to snow let's see what happens hopefully it's not too treacherous by the day time the day gets over today right, right. um other than that you know it's school board member appreciation month january mm. school board appreciation month so monday night we have our um monthly school board meeting which will be our organizational meeting which they re-elect their um, executive board as far as president vice president secretary treasurer um, we have some other things you know from our students and staff that will be presenting to the board members for their thank yous for their time of service and so just so on and then saturday next saturday a week from today um we have Michigan Association of School Boards coming in to work with our school board on a workshop which is open to the public for the for the day. It'll start at about 8.30 in the morning, and we're planning on going to about 2.33 o'clock. And on the agenda is recently um, our school board members did a self-assessment oh. test. And what it was is uh, the benefits of a self-assessment include um, – Knowing where they stand amongst themselves as far as board accountability, it measures open communication among board members, insight into decision-making, improvement of board professionalism, clear understanding of roles and responsibilities of, as being a board member, identification of their strengths and weaknesses, and effective and productive goal setting. So it was nice, you know, that I wanted to have our board do this. So they each answered a questionnaire, submitted that survey to Michigan Association of School Boards, and then they compile the data and come back with some results. Um, and on their uh, self-assessment, they measured their performance in seven different board categories. The categories included leadership, academic performance accountability, board responsibilities, board effectiveness, data-driven decision-making, board superintendent relations, and community engagement and advocacy. And they're rated on a scale of one to five in each area. And there's a new number of questions under each of those categories, which then comes up with a overall rating. And then they combine all seven board members, you know, to get an average. And according to MASB, scores of four to five indicate good to excellent performance. A score of three is satisfactory, and scores of one and two indicated weakness or ineffectiveness and improvement is necessary. So once we got our results, um, we decided it was time that we have them come in and do some training mm. to look where, you know, by based on the board's self-assessment, um, give you an idea, um, their overall rating amongst themselves through leadership was a 2.97. Academic performance and accountability, 3.04. Board responsibilities, 3.25. Board effectiveness, 3.18. Data-driven dri decision-making, 2.63. Community engagement and advocacy, 
3.21 and board superintendent relations 3.71 so it's right in that high ineffective to satisfactory range almost to um, a good or excellent performance in one or two areas but this gives them a good idea to where to start now let's uh what can we do to improve what our job is as school board members to you know work for our community and best interest of all of our stakeholders especially the students all righty let's take our first break you're listening to the bangor viking press radio show on super hits 103.7 cozy fm the bangor banking center is the sponsor they're a division of sturgis bank and trust company landers hardware and rocky johnson insurance we'll be right back Okay, we're back with our second segment of the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. And uh, Lynn, you want to continue with what you're talking about? It sounded very interesting about uh, people grading themselves. It is. I I think it's a great place, you know, to look, you know, that we need to do self-reflection, not just as an individual, but also as a group. And when you're you're a school board, you're harnessed with a lot of responsibility. You have a lot of decisions you have to make and everything, you know, with policy and procedure and across the board and all those things. And one of the points that I saw that came out right away when I got these results shared with me was the data, data-driven data decision-making. Um, that was probably our lowest area. It was a 2.63 average on a scale of 1 to 5. And so we're going to address that in the workshop, too, with um, the facilitator from Michigan Association of School Boards because people, you know, got to think you what supports your decisions that you're making you know you're you're representing your taxpayers your stakeholders your students and everything um and we need to start using our data more to help drive our strategic plan our goals both short term and long term our hiring procedures our curriculum procedures so i think that's going to be one of the areas we really focus on of you know, knowing it's nice to have information and given information through newsletters and stuff at board meetings. But I, I look at this school year starting here in January mm-hmm. now that a whole different um, vision of our school board of operating more and more as a business of those decisions. Let let the administrators do their jobs and things like that and let us give you the information. But let's look at what our roles really are going to be as a school board member and how can we help guide, you know, our district to continue moving in a good positive direction that we've been going. Now, this is probably a stupid question, but uh, the board makes budgetary decisions as well, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yep. Um, Myself and the business manager put together, you know, the finance budget. Um, You have a preliminary budget that is given in June. It has to be adopted before June 30th of each year. And then from there, which is hard in the state of Michigan because we operate, we have to have a preliminary budget adopted by the board by June 30th. So June 30th of 2020, we'll have to have the school year 2021's budget adopted. 
Wow. And then, you know, the state of Michigan works on a fiscal budget of October 1st to September 30th. Wow. So, you know, that's one of the things. And you don't know. You're, you're making assumptions and so forth. And we don't even really know what your funding is going to be until October. Well, I imagine that uh, utility costs and fuel costs, you have to sort of guess on that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, you look at, you you have to really go and look at your trends and so forth. But one of the other things you have to think, and then then usually in uh, January, there's always a revised budget. You Mm. you look and see how we were doing, where we were, um, and we've done very well over that over the last three years. Um, we came in, we were, you know, about four, four and a half, almost five years ago, the district was in a deficit budget, which means we had less than 5% of our, um, budget was in, um, our fund equity. I'm happy to say with a lot of work with all of our staff and administration and everything, we finished the last previous school year of not. 1819 in June with our audit that came out in October with a fund equity of just over 11.4%. Mm. So we've become very fiscally responsible um, with running the school district. Um, and the idea is, you know, the, the goal is to get that to about 14, 15, 16% that what the, uh, the state would like to see you have in your um, general fund equity your fund equity, because that can help them, you know, when you reach that level, then there's certain times you only get your funding from the state for 10 months. So you go July and August with no money coming in. Mm. And you either, you know, have it, use it out of your reserves, if it's available to operate, or you have to borrow from the Department of Ed. And we've been able to work with that. And so that's our goal is get there where we don't borrow to work through the summer and everything. And, so we're going to continue to push forward, but part of these is you know making these decisions that we do based on our historical data. Look at your enrollment, look at your funding, look at your expenditures. Um, so so our stakeholders know we're doing the best we can with with the money we get from the Department of Ed. How important are those uh, student count days? They're extremely important because, you know, it's unfortunately in Michigan, they have two days. They look at a day in the fall, in October, first Wednesday of October, and they look at, again, in February, the second Wednesday of February. And the thing with this, so you get 90% of your funding based on your fall count and additional 10% based on your winter count. And... It can fluctuate dramatically, you know, if you have a high migrant population or you have students that, you know, move back, you have transient people in and out of your district. Um, The funding system in the state of Michigan is not the greatest the way it works, unfortunately, in my opinion. That's my opinion only because no matter what you do, you might have a thousand kids in October, Mm -hmm. but you might end up with 1,100 kids in January with people moving in, moving out, changing. Well, you know, so you have to really know and have those reserves set aside, too, for that fluctuation. So you could, yeah, is that sort of like guesswork as far as how many kids you're going to have to, let's say next year or the year after, do you have to 
kind of guess on that? You or? do, but you also project, you know, realistically, you, two things that are very important. You have to look at how many seniors are graduating. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going out, what's coming in, as an example. That's the simplest way to say it. So if I have 100 students, first of all, that graduate or leaving the district, I sure hope I have at least 100 students <laughs> coming into this kindergarten, you know, to just break even. And then you just have, you have moves, you have job transfers, you have things like that. But you also have them coming in. So um, we try to always project on a, you know, I'd rather project and budget with a loss of a number of students like this year, I think we budgeted for a loss of about 15 students with this budget. But then we had, um, actually, by the time we finished up our fall count, we had a net of about 20 students. Oh. You know, through some programs we did and partnerships and things of that nature. So, um that was a reserve built for us. And that, you know, if, if you're going to think, hey, I'm going to just gain, you're really rolling the dice. You know, I'd rather be very conservative and have it work out to the positive for you than, than the opposite way. Mm, okay. All right, time to take another break. You're listening to the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. We'd like to thank the sponsors, very important, to the uh, Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. Lynn, you said you wanted to talk about uh, some grants? Yeah, well, I wanted to congratulate one of our South Walnut Elementary teachers. First of all, uh, the Mimic Insurance Foundation um, works with teachers and school administration staffs and so forth. Um, And they have these, what they call in, pop-in-to-win grants. Every month, they have a little different drawing. It could be a laptop. It could be a desk it could be any type of educational thing and all you do is kind of fill out your information and they have a drawing and if you win um you get the prize oh um and so i want to say congratulations to mrs jenny colasar who didn't win once but twice this year the Mimic foundation offers the monthly pop into win contest where teachers can apply for free giveaways Mrs. Colasar, who's a second grade teacher at South Walden Elementary, was a chosen winner in the September contest and received a classroom Chromebook computer. Really? And then in December, Mrs. Colasar entered again and again was a winner. This time, she won a spheral RVR programmable robot for her second grade class. Oh, my. So congratulations, Mrs. Colasar, and continue to do your monthly entry into well, the yeah. Pop to Win um, from Mimic. And thank you, the Redmond Agency and the Mimic Insurance Foundation for the support of public education for our students. Oh, that's wonderful. Also, I want to give a, you know, try, start doing a little bit different here that we're in a new year. And shout-outs to our employees and staff, faculty, that have anniversaries each month. So since we're in January, I wanted to read off their names and the total years of service. And these years of service are here at Bangor Public Schools. Mm -hmm. They may have worked somewhere else before that, but we have Sue Luter, 
33 years. Wow. Marsha Rader, 29 years. Penny Minch, 24 years. Rita Helm, 21 years. Josephine Hardister, 20 years. Mark Myers, 18 years. Terry Johnson, 16 years. Rakina Luter, 8 years. Naima Abdul-Haq, 8 years. Travis Ferris, 4 years. Jade Schur, 4 years. Bill Van Sweden, 3 years. Ricky Todd, 3 years. Jim Windy, 2 years. Alexandra Packer, 2 years. And Jessica Amy, 2 years. So thank you and congratulations and happy January anniversary to our staff at Bangor Public Schools. It's wonderful that employees stay that long, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. I mean, it's a level of consistency. You know, it's nice. You know, we we have a, a very good veteran staff at Bangor, and it's nice to see. Mm-hmm. So thank you, and we will update this every month, you know, um, by their monthly um, anniversaries. Well, it's great that you recognize them that way, too. Yeah. And in your newsletter. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, well, they deserve it. You know? <laughs> I mean, they do. It, people, it, it's it's a quite a job you know and what that's a wide variety this is we've on that list is anywhere from clerical and secretary to um, parapros and library aides to counselors and bus drivers and custodial and maintenance and teachers and administration you know i want to make sure that we recognize everybody for their jobs they do and and their great service to to our school system that's great. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of the Bangor Viking Press Radio Show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. Sponsor members, along with Lynn Johnson, we wish you a great weekend.